Hello and welcome to this week's episode of The Liminal Lands, entitled The Price of Passage. I have two new shout-outs for new patrons I need to take care of real quick. Uh, Stephen Kostler, who is 78% Sandman, and Amanda, who is 63% Nyad. Guys, thank you so much for becoming patrons, and if you'd like to join them, please visit patreon.com slash liminallands. Now, enjoy the show. How in the hell am I ever going to tell you a story you don't already know? Yeah, I don't know, bub. Sounds like a, a rough problem to have. Sure am glad I'm not you. I mean, for a whole slew of reasons, but that is definitely at least one of them. Oh, you are very, very funny. You are actually an absolute riot. But, I mean, what if I can't come up with some kind of new story for you? You basically got access to every story ever told. I don't know it's even possible. My dad always used to say there's nothing new under the sun. And I'm not exactly the world's greatest storyteller to begin with. What happens if I can't come up with something satisfying to you? Do you... How did you explain it? Uh, do you just activate the white blood cells, bring out your defenses, and kill me? Oh, no, 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 no. No need for that. You aren't a threat to anything except yourself. It wouldn't be worth the effort required, honestly. Well, what then? What do you do? Nothing. Nothing? Yeah, champ. Nothing. You know, not anything. No single thing. Not. I know what nothing means. I just wasn't sure what it meant in this specific context. Exactly what it sounds like, Baba Louie. You don't tell me a satisfying story, and there's no repercussions beyond I just don't guide you out. So I can just go my own way. Try and find my way out on my own. I mean, yeah, you can try. Your odds are not very good, though. This place, this part of my body, is basically a gigantic labyrinth. And all the time I've been awake, since I've gained sentience, basically, only one single person has been able to make it through without my guidance. Okay, so it is possible, at least. How many people have been... in you? Wow, that question felt icky to ask. Whatever. You know what I mean. How many? I'd say maybe six or seven. Oh, wow, that's not bad odds at all. Hundred. Well, I mean, still, could be worse. A thousand. Six or seven hundred thousand. Oh. Okay. So, my odds aren't great at me getting through on my own. I really don't want to try unless I have to, then. So, I guess my next question is... How many people have you guided through? I guess two or three. Two or three hundred thousand? What? No, why would you think that? Well, you... You said it weird. Yeah, I know. It's just, you know, it's really easy to mess with you. You know that isn't very nice. Listen, Skipper. When you're a nearly eternal being, you take your pleasures where you can. A dumbass temporary blindly wanders into you, you're gonna milk the experience a little bit. Okay, so... You have helped more than two or three. You're just messing with me. Oh, no, that's true. Only three people. I just said it weird to, you know, lead you on a little. Yeah, not very nice, Yugi. Not at all. I never once claimed I was nice. Whatever. But why so low? Surely more than two or three out of six or seven hundred thousand were good storytellers. 
Oh yeah, again, you misunderstand. That isn't always what I asked for in exchange for passage. I'm not some weird sphinx. It's just what I asked for this time, what I'm in the mood for. Sometimes I ask for something in trade or a body part. Nobody has ever actually given me their spleen before. Can you believe that? You guys don't even use the damn thing, but for some reason y'all are like really attached to them. Besides, your specific breed of temps really only recently developed your admittedly rudimentary communication skills. Before that, I just had to let any that wandered in try and find their way out on their own. Okay. Sure. But what about the three you guided out before? What did you exchange your guidance for? The first one was a thief. Had a bag full of lots of precious gems. Emeralds, rubies, sapphires, diamonds, that kind of stuff. I can make my own, of course, but it takes a long time. After he figured out yelling open sesame wasn't getting him anywhere, he gave me the entire bag. Saved me a long time making them myself. And I like them because they make me feel pretty. Yeah, I can see that. I guess it makes sense. The others? One was a famous author who made his way here on vacation somehow, trying to connect with nature, I guess. And he gave me a manuscript of his that wasn't published yet and promised to never recreate it once he got back home. So I have a one-of-a-kind story all my own. And the last one? A very, very, very lost Girl Scout. Let me guess. Thin Mints? Yes, Thin Mints. I fucking love Thin Mints. So you've said. But none of that exactly helps me. But you're the one that asked, Scout. I know, I know. I just... You know, I, I guess... I could tell you the story of how I got here, my time in the liminal land so far. Oh, spare me. That's probably boring as all hell. There's no way someone would want to listen to that. Let me guess. Through some misadventure or another, you wound up in the liminal lands. I'm going to guess accidentally. I doubt you came here on purpose. You moped around, whined and cried a little, and just generally bumbled and stumbled about. I sense a bond of some kind on you, so you've obviously had some run-in with local wildlife. You probably barely survived it. Wearing what looks like a plastic cast, so you likely broke your leg climbing on something you shouldn't have. You're missing part of one of your fingers, so I'd guess you lost that doing something equally dumb. Maybe trying to pet a dangerous creature, or trying to pick a tiger lily. Basically put your hand somewhere it shouldn't have been. You mentioned that insufferable asshole Cheshire, so you've obviously met him at some point. He probably made you drink some of that nasty-ass sassafras tea he's always going on about. Somehow you survived despite your obvious deficiencies in the mental department, and wound up stumbling into me, probably trying to escape some danger, either real or imagined. So, how did I do? That sound about right, Doc? You know, Yiggy, you're a bit of a shithead. I just want you to know that. <laughs> Coming from you, I'll take that to mean I hit the nail on the head with your story, as it were. No. Okay, fine. Close enough, damn it. I thought so. You're definitely going to need to come up with a different story if you want my help. What about that person who made it through on their own? Who was that? How did they do it? I don't really want to talk about that. Oh, really? Huh. You know what? It's my turn. Let me try and guess the story. Based on the fact that you seem to get your knickers in a twist every time the cat is brought up, 
I'm going to say he was the one who somehow managed to make it through you without your help. The fact that you don't want to talk about it tells me you're not happy about the fact. You're pretty cocky, so I'm going to guess you let him try and make it through on his own, never expecting him to be able to. You didn't activate the defenses, or whatever you called it, to stop him, so it probably means you made a deal with him that if he could make it through on his own, you'd let him go. So you did. But you're not happy about it. I'd also guess you don't know how he did it, but that's more a guess than anything else I've said. So, how did I do? That sound about right, Yiggy? You know, chum, you're a bit of a shithead yourself. Takes one to know one. You have the very singular ability to say shit dumb enough that it just leaves me speechless. What can I say? It's a gift. I'd try and return that particular gift if I were you. I'm fairly certain there's a no-refund policy. It really is amazing. You're like the William Shakespeare of dumb shit. Aw, thank you. But I'm going to change the subject. All this flattery is making me blush. Let's talk about food. What about it? Do you have any? I am starved. What little bit I had left was back in my backpack. And I've been on pretty low rations for the last little bit anyways. I can already feel myself getting weaker. Okay, why should I care? Well, because there's no way I can tell you any kind of story when all I can think about is my empty belly. So what about it? You wouldn't have to have a stash of MREs somewhere in all of you, would you? No, I do not. I wouldn't have anything like that set aside. I have no need for it. What about those Girl Scout cookies? Got any of them left? I'm hungry enough, I might even be willing to eat a Thin Mint. Even if I had any left, I would never share my cookies with you. No story is that good. And I'll doubt you'll be able to come up with any kind of story I'll enjoy anyways. I wouldn't be so sure. I think I've got one that you'll enjoy. After getting to know you a bit, I think I know just the story that's going to float your boat. But I still have to have food. We can probably figure something out. How do you feel about cave spiders? Oh, God, no. What am I, spiders, George? That's definitely a no. Oh, just as well. They'd likely cause you nightmares diarrhea in any case. What about scorpions? You know, I'd really rather not eat any insect if I didn't have to. Who said anything about insects? You did, literally just now. Oh, no, 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 no. Spiders and scorpions are arachnids, not insects. Oh, you pedantic asshole. Insects, arachnids, bugs, whatever. I really don't want to eat any creepy crawlies, okay? Haven't you ever heard the saying that beggars can't be choosers? You're being incredibly picky for someone who claims to be starving. Okay, okay, listen. If it comes down to survival, I will absolutely eat some stuff like that. As long as I'm sure it isn't going to make me sick. But I'm only going to do that if I literally have no other options. Surely there's other wildlife in here or some edible plants of some kind? Yeah, sure, there's other options. Then why on God's green earth would you suggest spiders of all things? For one, they're a hell of a lot closer than anything else. In fact, there's a particularly big and juicy one right there on your arm. My, oh. oh, Jesus Christ! Ugh. Hey, you can move pretty fast for a guy who claims to be malnourished and starving. Not funny. So what else? You said there were other options. Like what? Well, there's an underground river running through me not too far from here. 
fish, amphibians, crayfish. I'm sure there's something there for you, no matter how picky you are. Yeah, now you're talking. Fish would be great. Perfect, even. I'm pretty sure that I even have some fishing line and hooks and stuff in one of these pockets. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Lead the way. How does this work? Can you show me somehow, or are you just going to talk me through it? Not so fast. I'm not even sure that I'm going to lead you there. Tell me about this story you've decided you're going to tell me first. Then I'll decide if I think it's worth risking the effort. Oh yeah, it's worth it. The more I know about you, the more I'm positive that you're really going to enjoy this story. Because I'm going to tell you about the single most shameful thing I've ever done in my life. Something that still fills me with shame 20 years later. Something that I've never admitted to anyone in my entire life. Hmm. Yeah, that might work. Come on. I'll show you how to get to the river. I'm going away, but I won't come back on a lonesome railroad line. But I can't forget that sweet little girl who sleeps in the pines and the pines. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed the show, please consider leaving a like or a review um, anywhere you listen to podcasts. And I do thank everyone that's already left me reviews. It really means the world to me, and it does help grow the show a little bit. Instead of an audio drama, I've been watching GameStone Quick. Uh, if you don't know what it is, twice a year, um, it's a pretty big thing where they get a whole bunch of video game speedrunners together and run games to raise some money for charity. It's, it's really worth checking out if you haven't. I'll put a link to the Twitch in the show notes. So, until next time, beware of doorways. Hey guys, this episode of The Liminal Lands is sponsored by Happy Hippo Herbals. And that's pretty exciting to me because I can honestly say without their products, The Liminal Lands wouldn't exist as a show. Right now, if you use my discount code, you can get 15% off your order. There's going to be a link you can click on in the show notes. And along with that link, there's also another link you can check out that's specifically about Happy Hippo Herbals themselves and why you should choose them over some of their competitors. It's pretty eye-opening stuff, guys, and you definitely need to check it out. Now, enjoy the show.